Elise Lemay Lavoie, thank you so much for being on Let's Go Bulls Radio. Thank you for having me. So you have like um, quite an interesting background and a really interesting story being on UH and being with the Olympics for representing Canada, which I will we'll definitely get into in a second. But I wanted to ask you, you know, like April 1st on Friday is a big moment for you. It's going to be your senior night. How are you feeling coming into that moment? I mean, reflecting about, upon your journey and some of those emotions that I've just for playing for UH for as long as you have been. Um, it's definitely exciting for me because this year has been um, me coming back in a sense because when I first joined the team in 2018, I I was only going to come for one semester and like play one season. And then I decided because I loved it uh, so much being here in Hawaii that I I said, why not coming back? next year and do another season so I did it again and then in 2019 I was I was gonna go back and train you know with my national team and never I expected to to come back another year and finally graduate because in in my head like I'm a bit older than the rest of the team and I started at UH um I was already in university back home like I it's like I transfer transferred so I was already like doing another program and had other plans in mind, but like UH, um, my coach, she, she uh, talked to me in 2018 and got me, um, uh, got me to come to university here. And since then, well, it's just, let's do one more, you know? So I, I was able to come back this year after the Olympics that took uh, a year over than it should have because of covid so it's definitely exciting for me to finally graduate so i see this year as being a senior is finally finishing you know like finally ending uh one chapter of my life so i'm very excited yeah let's go back then um you're saying like this is a end of a chapter in your life but let's go back to where it first began if I may and I want to ask how did you get into water polo to begin with because like you said you're from Canada you're from Montreal um, and water polo to at least to us Americans I think um, is not something like a sport that we associate with Canada um, typically you know when we think of um sports for Canada we think of like hockey and ice skating you know like some of those cliches but what exactly brought you into the sport at the start anyways yeah like you said I don't think in Canada it's a well-known known sport definitely because um we I think we're we're really good at winter sports there because we get very cold winters um but I used to be a swimmer all my life like I I used to swim a lot and then in when I was 15 I was looking for something else because swimming was not for me anymore and 
I just switched to water polo. But also I had, my dad used to play when he was younger. So um, it, it was already like in my family, you know? So for me, that's why I chose this sport because if my dad never played, I don't think I would have joined a club team in my in my city. And then it just escalated after that. I I found myself being good at it and really enjoying the sport. And it opened a lot of things for me. Um, like I, I, I traveled the world. I came to UH and I, I went to the Olympics uh, last summer. So like this switch at 15 years old, changed my life drastically I would say you know it was the best decision I I've made um and I think it's really because my dad played um water polo before that's a really beautiful answer you know I think that for me personally too like I also do rock climbing and I think that that has certainly opened up a whole new realm of possibilities for myself as well you know to even compete and travel and I think that was something really beautiful that you said about how your dad also kind of brought you into the sport now if you could like could you elaborate just a little bit more on like what does the sport of water polo just mean to you personally like you know you're talking about how it's allowed you to travel to compete to be part of the olympics if you could just like describe succinctly um or just really briefly, just what does it mean to you personally? Um, that's a good question. Um, this sport has brought so much to me and I fell in love with it um, the first time I started. Like I've always loved, um, I've played soccer like a lot when I was young and I played tennis too. And I always loved like team sports and very com competitive and sports that you need skills. And like, I, I always loved um, just, <laughs> I don't know, um, those sports that just make you feel so many emotions, you know, like being able to, to wrestle in the water and win a battle and like just, what it brings at the end when you you succeed or when you you win a game or when you you're being proud of yourself of what you accomplish is just the best feelings and the best feeling so i think water polo has just made me feel so much you know and and that's why i'm i'm still not ready to to be to be done with the sport yet you know like it's it's really like a I see it also as a career. It's like my first career before my um, work career after. So it's like, um, it's a hard question to, to answer, but. It's a large know. range of emotions. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, it's hard to answer because it just make, makes me feel so much and can be good and can be bad, but it's just something you you uh you enjoy uh, i don't know like and it, it gave so much back too that just made me push even more to keep trying keep going yeah yeah no absolutely definitely 
in all sports, right? I think that's part of like why yeah. so many athletes do what they do is because also the life lessons they teach us. Mm-hmm. And I want to go back, actually, if I may, to also something you said about, um, you know, you being a transfer student and you being from Canada. Can you also just talk to us a little bit about your journey coming to Hawaii? I mean, you talked a little bit about how, like, you're already at the university, you're at, you know, studying as a university student. You came here for, I think, you know, just be one year. Turns out, like, you end up staying here and loving it here you know like could you talk to us a little bit about what that experience was like and even just like because for us Canada and Hawaii completely <laughs> polar opposites too right so yeah, yeah if you lo- if you can talk about that we'd love to hear it um so I since I was young after I graduated high school I started training with the national team back there and and I had some friends that came to Hawaii, so that really helped because there's a lot of Canadians that came uh, in this program uh, before, and they would tell me all about it. And for me, it was like Hawaii is like a paradise, you know, like it's a dream that one day I, I probably want to go, but how would I go? Because I'm from Canada, you know, like I'm not from California, I'm like further. I'm like Hawaii for me was like unattainable. And I just decided one day to reach out to um, the coach back then. And I think it was in 2015 or 2014. I can't remember, but it was, um, that's when I, I first contacted the coach and, and she accepted. She, she was like, yeah, for sure. We would like for you to, to join um, the team. So at 2015, I thought I was going to go for four years, like normal, like normally after high school. But then some stuff happened um, and I declined and I stayed and concentrate with the national team for more years. And then one day the coach called me in 2017 in the summer and she was like, we want you. Can you come for one, you know, for one year or like for, for to, to be with us for four years. And that's when I was like, well, I have my life here, you know, like I just started university in a program that I like, but um, I guess I could do one semester. And that's when it started. And I'm really uh, thankful for <laughs> that phone call, I think, because I would have never came to Hawaii if, it wasn't for um, my coach that called me back then. So since then, it just, yeah, it escalated from where I am today. And like you said, being from Canada, it's really like different. So I come from Montreal, which is a big city. And um, it's, it's the opposite of, being on an island you know like it's i'm not near the ocean i'm not near i'm we have winters it's really cold so we're more inside we play inside it's just different lifestyle and it brought me a lot to to come here and meet so many international people and meet uh, local people and like i learned a lot coming to hawaii i'd say for life experience 
Now, when you were, to, you know, like you were saying, like you're thinking that it would just be a one year trip or like a, a just here for just one, one year and then be heading back home. But then like when you were, when you were thinking about, or if, if, if I may, like what, what kind of made you stay and like what, what, what was it that helped you decide to stay on and continue playing? for UH um, after thinking like, no, I think I'm just going to do this for one year. So like I said, I was in a program back home and at university. And what I told the coach was I can come and I'll, I'll put my university on hold and then I'll go back there and I'll keep doing, cause it was like a four years program. And after that year, I was like, it just me, it just, uh, question uh, it question I questioned myself a lot like coming here with like what do I want to do after do I just want to use this experience and maybe I, it, it made me learn a lot about myself that um, that I I was like maybe I should come back because I loved it so much and I'll figure out uh what degree I want to do after, you know, and, and being in Hawaii and I doing, I chose the women's gender and sexuality studies. And that was something also I always was interested in, but never pushed to do social, social science. And I think being in Hawaii, it made me like, why not doing it? You know, like you have this opportunity now that you always wanted to explore and um why not doing it and finish finishing it you know so they my second year they told me that i could graduate after if i do another year and i was like well if i can do that then i why not coming back and finish you know and finishing a degree so i think it just I let I let things like flow and they things happened and I, I took advantage of it I think if I can say that I re I didn't really really think ahead I really thought on the present and and I went with it I would say now if I may I'd also like to um, talk to you actually about something that I found I thought was really fascinating and really awesome when I learned when I learned about you was that you've actually competed on an international scale at the Olympics and you know you were saying how you competed at the um you just came back from competing at the 2020 Olympics which as we all know like was postponed due to COVID and could you talk to us a little bit about just like what that meant though like to represent Canada on just such a global scale and also how you went about your training and that competition because of just that unprecedented event of having to compete during a global pandemic. What was that like? Um, well, for me, the Olympics has always been a, a dream since I, I saw my first, the first Olympic I saw was 2000. And since then, I was six years old and I 
I told my par parents back then, like, I want to go one day. And, like, I don't know in what, but I want to go. And, and it's like, um, being able to accomplish that dream means a lot. It, but there's also everything I, I did to get there that um, has to be taken in perspective because, like, to be honest, the last two years of preparation was really, really hard with COVID and we had to do so many things to be able to, to get there. It was usually, I don't like saying that when I do my sport, I have to sacrifice things because it's all choice choices. But this, the last two or one and a half years, two years actually, because now it's been, two years since it first started with COVID, but um, I actually had to sacrifice a lot to be able to train, to be able to put my life on standby, I would say, because um, when it got postponed, it was really hard, I think, for every athlete in the world. Couldn't train, couldn't practice, couldn't even see your family sometimes. Like, you had to be isolated and still train. So we, for three months, we train in our apartments or our homes separated from each other. Cause we were, when before a year before the Olympics, we all centralized the team together and we do it in Montreal. So when that happened, everyone went home and we had to wait for public health and for things to get open. and. Um, to get back with each other to train again. So we just, we train, like I, I train in my apartment, I train at home and it was really, really hard. And then we got back together at the end of the summer. So after, after a few months and we had to centralize for another year. So we all made the decision to put our lives our lives on hold like I was supposed to come back to Hawaii that year 20 2020 2021 last year and I had to cancel everything you know last minute and say I'm gonna come the year after after the Olympics so we trained the whole year and COVID was still very present so we had to go around and adapt to every situations and then in the summer um, Canada had strict rules um, for travelers. So to travel, um, we couldn't go back to the country unless doing like two weeks quarantine. So that was really hard for like for the sport, you know, like you cannot just go on a trip, come back home and be stuck in a house for two weeks. Like you need to keep training and training. So we left the whole summer for three months on the road with the team. And that was also a, a tough and exciting experience, I would say. So I was gone May till uh, August, till the Olympics. And we traveled uh, like, like a bubble, you know, like we traveled the whole team, like a bubble, places to places. And then we, we competed. So I think, I think it's an experience of a lifetime, what happened, you know, like it's, training in the global pandemic and going to the Olympics in a global pandemic. So there's a lot of mixed feelings 
but at the same time, I'm so happy that I I did it, and I'll remember that experience for for my for forever for life, and I'm hoping to to try again 2024 and hopefully in Paris because that's where it's gonna held it's gonna be held. It's I hope COVID won't be there, you know. So. That's what I, I'm hoping for the future. At least, may I ask, like, how yeah. did you train in your apartment? Did you set up a, a kiddie pool <laughs> in your oh, living no, room? No, no, no. I mean, I mean, like training. Like, no, we didn't go in the water for like three months. So that was really hard too. We did only like land, um, like weights, and, like body weights workout and Zoom workouts and. It was not the greatest. It was definitely very, very hard. Well, like you said, I mean, we certainly hope that with 2024 Olympics, things will be different, circumstances will be different. And I, we certainly hope the best for you, Elise. Um, and, you know, like we have your senior night coming up, you know, it's been a long journey, like you said, um, going through, quite a lot of competitions, you know, coming back and forth to the university. But before we wrap up, last question. Um, what are your plans for the future and just after you graduate? I mean, you said um, the Olympics 2024 is on your mind. Uh, really exciting. And we, I, I mean, I'm sure everyone here at UH would certainly root for you for that. Um, but also just personally, I mean, you said you also said you're studying for um, women's gender sexuality um you know um in that field um would you care to just share with us the audience you know like what are some of your uh, plans for the future um yeah I'm, I'm trying to plan for till 2024 um so i'm i'm gonna still train and and play with my national team so after this season i think uh I'll have my diploma, so I'll have that uh, set, and then I I will train, practice, try to go play pro because there's a lot of pro teams uh, in Europe for water polo. It's more popular um, there, so I'm gonna try to go play pro for a year, maybe two, centralize again, and then after it's probably gonna be me retiring from the sport or we, we never know we never know but um after trying to figure out uh what what is my next career i would say so i have like those two years of planning and thinking so i i, I probably think i'll do more school somewhere so i'll let it flow too like i'll i'll see by like when time times comes time comes yeah well at least like you said you know you've been letting it flow for um quite a while and, and it, you know it seems like it's really worked out for you again having been here for competing for uh for three seasons competing for the olympics and certainly looking forward to 2024 and we'll be uh we here at uh will certainly be cheering you on um and looking for you then uh, Elise, yep. thank you so much for chatting with us today on Let's Go Bulls Radio.
Thank you.